Aloha, I'm Marcia Sortino. Welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. To all our regular listeners, thank you for coming back. To all our new listeners, congratulations. You just discovered one of the most powerful talk radio shows there is. As we get ready for this class, I suggest you find something to take notes with. Every show is packed with all sorts of inspiring, insightful ideas, ahas, and breakthroughs. While you find some paper and a pen, I wonder, how many people do you know are paid to learn, then paid to teach what they learn? I'll put that another way. I'm both a student and a teacher of Pay Me What I'm Worth. By the time I complete my class as a student, the money I'm paid to teach Pay Me What I'm Worth will cover what I paid Seoul University, and then some. At the end of our class, I'll tell you how to become a paid student and teacher for this life-changing journey. It's time to meet my class. We decided to be collectively known as Team Seekers. Here they are. This is Cindy Ashline from Slingerlands, New York. Thank you for joining us on our radio show. I hope that you will be inspired by what you hear today. Hey, everybody. Green Maze, and I am from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. This is David H. Paul from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Hello, Chris Peters, and I'm from Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Rick and I live in Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha. This is Cheryl from Hawaii. And finally, Aloha. Soul here, author of Pay Me What I'm Worth and Marsha's co-pilot on this journey. I hope we've given you enough time to grab a pad of paper and a pen to take notes. Our class starts now. Miss Sortino. Yes. <laughs> when you first did exercise 16, what do you recall? from your first dive into this exercise? Well, I just sensed that there was still too much clutter in my mind. Now, I had to find ways to declutter it. And not just my physical area, but my mind. What I needed to do to actually get rid of that clutter. How much of your timeline experience when you first started getting into your timeline, Marsha, how much of that made apparent how cluttered the crevices of your mind were at the time? Oh, gosh. It just <laughs> really, it really brought up. When I looked at my messy life in so many areas and how they were connected to people, places, and things, I was like, well, I, I realized I had been just walking around in a stupor and not being aware. And that really changed it for me. When I looked at my timeline and said, oh, my God, look at the connection between this and this. Although I had some experiences, I looked at my experiences and I said, okay, time to go back to those experiences that I learned lessons from became very important, very clear to me at that point. Good segue. Let's hear from the rest of Team Seekers as you started digging into Exercise 16. What were some of your initial, ah, or whoa? I had a rather big one. 
<laughs> noticed, I looked around just in my immediate living environment. The first thing I noticed were two boxes that had been sitting in a corner that I literally hadn't even looked at for two years. I've moved them three times since I've moved into this into this home. <laughs> three times I've moved them. Not once had I actually gone through those boxes and sorted anything or even looked at it. And so I sat down in the middle of the living room and just sat there with those two boxes, and they're big boxes, and just went through everything. I ended up with three garbage bags of stuff that went out. I actually cleaned my closet out, and I found some stuff I'm going to give away that I don't use. As you're getting into this awareness of clearing things out, yes. from an energy standpoint, what's going on in your head? I'm willing to let stuff go a lot easier than I used to be because I understand the value of giving. Mm. I understand that the act of giving sets me up for the act of receiving because they're the same thing. So before, when I, a lot of years ago, I'd feel like I was losing something by giving something away. I would always charge money for it. I would try and get money. And now I'm just like, I don't need to charge money. I can give this away. Someone's going to use it, and I'm bringing hope to someone's life, or I'm, I'm making a difference in their day, much like I've been reading in Chapter 5, and I'm taking my time going through this one so I really get and understand the exercises and what's being said in this chapter and what I'm supposed to be learning here. I feel Beautiful. the same way, Chris. I still have a lot of things that I need to get rid of in my bedroom. I need to get more organized. I started clearing things out, but mostly in my living area and my storage area. And I also have no problem giving things away. It's too much of a hassle, too, to figure out, oh, what should I charge for this and that and all those kinds of things. I'd rather just get rid of it and give it to someone that needs it. So part of Chapter 5 is me getting in touch once again with my relationship with my stuff. Do you see how this is a follow-up to what you started in Chapter 1? Yes, sir. After you do your treasure hunt, yeah. you can give stuff away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've had three months for your treasure hunt to marinate in the background. What's been yeah. marinating in the background from your treasure hunt? Anybody have any observations about how they may see their physical world a little differently? I think once I got rid of some of the, the clutter and seen a lot of things I had that I thought I needed but didn't really, it made my life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Because I got a brand new BC Rich Warlock guitar, which is just beautiful, I now have a Simon a lesser grade guitar that I'm also just going to give away too. So I'm going to be able to give someone the gift of music. And I think that that's a very powerful thing if people pick up a guitar and learn how to play music because it's the language of the soul. So I think that's probably going to be my most proudest material item to give away. Part of Chapter 5 and getting in touch with our stuff clearing out the clutter. Who has a story about a time where they cleared out a bunch of clutter and then something really miraculous happened shortly thereafter? Going through this process and clearing out the physical clutter, we had a lot of stuff around our house that we've accumulated and we didn't give it to anyone. We sold it and kept the money. It reflected on an energetic level because it made me realize that I was carrying around baggage, emotional baggage. I started to look at my life in a reflective manner, like my spiritual life reflects my physical life. 
as I started to clean out the clutter in my business and in my physical life, it started to reflect in my spiritual life and started to open up and give me more perspective on myself and on my surroundings. So it was a great gift to me to go through my physical things because it was reflection of my spiritual self to me. So one clearing on one level, Rick, you're saying it started clearing other levels, which then allowed you to get more in touch with that spiritual side, yeah? Yeah, I would say that. And more look at myself and not be judgmental and critical and all like that. My true self is beginning to emerge because of that. Makes sense. I didn't mention the residual effect that I had from going through the processes last week. I had my best financial week in five years on the Internet. But that was just like residual effect from going through the pay me what I'm worth process. <laughs> I, I didn't mention that because it's really insignificant. So I uh, that, that well maybe people would think that money is significant. Some people do think part that. of but not all of the picture. Yep. So as we get out of step one and move along our ways into step two, step two in exercise sixteen, when we start looking at sorting updating and mastering when it comes to what we looked at in chapter three, relationships and our skills. Whoa. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> One of the interesting aspects about this book is people will call or write and ask if they can quote something. And one of the more popular quotes out of this book is on page 86. Anybody want to take a guess at which paragraph gets quoted 25 to 30% of the time over everything else in the book on page 86? The whom you know and how well you know them, I bet. Bingo. <laughs> That's what it is now. It's who you know. It used to be what you know. And then it used to be who you know, and now it's who you know and how well you know them. That You probably <laughs> ushered that trend in, <laughs> obviously. Now, based on what you're learning in this journey, what would you add to that sentence? Try this on for size. It's not only what you know and how well you know it. It's whom you know and how well you know them, and how well they know you. you. <laughs> That's a lot of knowing. Wasn't the essence of chapter two, isn't one of the lessons that is, if I have a skill and you don't know that I have that skill, it's a useless skill as far as our relationship, right? Right. True. I feel the wheels turning. What's turning? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hear the rat in my head, but the wheels are rusty? It's running on the on a broken wheel and it's rusted, so it's squeaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
What am I stirring up here with this? I Get to know it's... people better and build more intimate relationships. I'm going to piggyback mm -hmm. on that and say that the better you know and treat yourself, the better others are going to know and treat you, and the better you're going to know and treat them. Yes. Good one, Chris. Home like run. That. Yes. Wow. Just hit the ball out of the park, guys. There you go. I'm paying attention. You're building wisdom. Yes. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. Yes, thank you. That's what it is, and... You guys have really helped me turn my life around. I realize that I've got so much to live for and so much to give and so much to receive that I can't possibly give up now. I've been through too much to get to this point. For what it's worth, I invite you to get a three-ring binder. I invite you to purchase one of those wonderful little packages where it has A through Z already tabbed out for you. Most office supply stores have them. I invite you to get a couple of reams of three-hole punched paper. I invite you then to print out one name on every sheet, you know, one name per sheet, alphabetize them, and starting this day going forward, every time you connect with that person, every time you email them, every time you talk to them, every time you have a significant connection with them, write down, capture, do something to capture what happened. Why? When I have an experience, I learn a new skill, and I know more about myself than the person I had that experience with, and I can be a great teacher in the future. Bingo. Think about That's this. I do it. Cindy, let's say you and I are now 15 years down the line and you and I are having a conversation where I can nail specific things to the letter in our conversation and you, you just think I have this amazing memory when in all reality what I'm doing is I'm sitting there with my three ring binder looking at your pages and going through and thinking okay what's applying to this relationship in this conversation how would you feel about me with that type of conversation? I wouldn't mind. I would say, oh, well, he has a good memory. If I didn't know that you had written down things about me, I would be like amazed. I'd say, wow, what a good memory he has. And if I knew you were written things down about me, I would think that was okay, too, because I would say, well, he's really organized, and he was really interested in learning about me. He wanted to write it down. He didn't want to forget anything about me. You know, either way, it would be really good. And once you forget about the fact that I am literally diarying everything about our relationship so that as time goes on and my memory turns to Swiss cheese and I can't remember everything in my mind all at once because my timeline finally went. <laughs> I have a tool to build that relationship with you. Helps me deepen that relationship with you. Yeah? Oh, definitely. And I like the idea that you mentioned about the ring binder and pen and paper. I'm so tired of everything just being done on the Internet. I still like a physical phone book and physical paper and pen. It's great. It feels good instead of everything being all on the computer. Bingo. Like 
Cindy, you're onto something, yet at the same time, we have to balance the reality that relationship building is becoming more and more an internet-based activity. For example, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present to you this little factoid. Why is social media blowing up more with video and pictures? You can't bullshit with video. Nope. It's not like you're jumping around. It's not how your eye movement is. It's how you stand and how you present yourself and how centered you are. You can jump up and down and wave your arms as much as you want. I saw a video the other day of a guy that's billionaire now and was a nothing like two years ago. I watched him, how he stood, how his hands were, how he looked at the camera and how he focused when he spoke and what he said in the stance that he was taking. Was he breathing in? Was he breathing out? Was he looking down? Was he looking up? Was he looking to the right, to the left? And you can tell a lot about a person if you've been able to watch people for, well, 57 years now I've had that much experience. You can tell a lot about a person's character, how they stand and talk and if they're full of shit or not. Real easy on a video. Picture two. On, On the other end of that, for the recipient or for in terms of what we put out there, people are going to pick up on, like Rick said, my BS, but they're also going to pick up on my honesty. And I can build trust a heck of a lot faster with video. So why do you suppose I invite each of you to regularly do a one to two minute before and after video? Credibility, credibility, credibility. Relationship building. It is my goal that every person who connects into Pay Me What I'm Worth gets to learn about everyone else. We have 21 weeks worth, in some cases, of before and afters. Rick, thank you. And every single one of those is something that I can turn my best friends to and say, look what my buddy Rick was learning. It'll blow your freaking mind. If that isn't a testimonial on steroids, I don't know what is. When you come to a site that has eventually hundreds of thousands of people sharing millions of before and after statements, what's that going to do for you when it comes time to fill your classes? Builds a lot of confidence. You won't have to do much work, will you? Just send them there, and there you go. There's a result right there. It's poetic, really. Yeah. Point, and if you like what you see, point, and if you like what you see, just call Saul. Done. No. Call whoever is getting the class going. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, in 2017, it's unlikely I'm going to be able to teach classes. If I am going to teach classes, you're going to be paying in excess of $1,100 a class. I need teachers. And the only way that I'm going to be able to build you as teachers is for people to get to know you. Every post you put on Pay Me What I'm Worth, every post that's in the public domain, every chapter has its own outline. Every chapter has its own introduction. Every chapter has a comment section. Every chapter is being visited by hundreds of people every day. Most of the chapters has 
very little in the way of discussion. They don't know who's doing what. If you would like to warm people up to you without being an infomercial, if you would like to say, wow, this just happened to me, boom, boom, boom. You see how I'm using chapter five to leverage exponentially everyone's expertise, everyone's growth, so that everyone can utilize it. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Wow. So when Agnes tells me she doesn't have anything to say, bull hockey. When Carl says, I'm not a leader, bull hockey. Yep. Just a two-minute statement about, oh, my God, because of this, I did this. I can't believe that. Done. Whether it's printed, videoed, audioed, you're the ones who become the magnet to this program. Again, being transparent here, let go of the outcome. I've had a number of people who've taken down their videos because they're like, soul, I've done all these videos and it's gotten me squat. I disagree. I venture to guess that every person who watches your video, you've impacted their life somehow, even though they may have never talked to you, left a comment, or gotten involved in your classes. Gentle listeners, let go of the outcome about your videos. You are changing the world every time you post one. Does that make any sense? I made a video yesterday. I make the videos for myself. I had to get over like being real transparent. I don't know how many videos I made for Pay Me What I'm Worth and about what I'm going through and what, what I've been through. As I go back and look at the beginning ones, man, I can sure tell that my vibrational essence is changing. I can see the look in my eyes. I can see I sit different. I can see the recognize the tone in my voice. It's a really, really good teaching tool. I know that Kelly Slater, well, the greatest sur competitive surfer in the world, I've surfed with him a couple times and watched what he does. He films every wave. He has a film crew for the last 20 years, and he goes home at night and watches every wave that he takes. Now imagine if you could watch yourself every day, a little portion of it for a little while. Holy crap. That's like somebody taking notes on you. <laughs> I know. Wait, wait. I got to write that down. <laughs> uh, do, you want, do you want me to spell that for you, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's better than E A T S H I T. I mean, you could have said that to me. I'm giving you a hard time. You're being kind. Little check mark. You were kind today. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not going to happen again. All right. Note to self. All right. <laughs> Developing a relationship. Ladies and gentlemen, when I'm gifted another person's trust, especially when I'm gifted another person's trust who's one of my teachers, and they trust me enough to start introducing me, connecting me to their network, gives me tingles. It gives me a sense of awe that this person now is allowing me to fold into their network like a drop of red water being dropped into a clear glass. And that drop of red water begins to dissolve into that clear water. I'm being integrated into their network. 
I treat that as a sacred privilege because I know now my ability, my worth is expanding in ways I may never even know because I've been introduced to their network. Have you ever looked at relationships like that before? I, I am now. Uh, for the last couple of years, I have been. Marsha, have you noticed? I want your brutal answer here, Marsha. Okay. In your journey with Team Clarity, have you noticed that as you've become more conscious of yourself, how has your relationship changed with yourself? <laughs> with myself? I Just yourself. Have I have become stronger. I have seen myself go from somebody who was always, okay, yes, we can do this, to someone who is willing to say no, not right now. I'm sorry, I have my boundaries now. And I would like to have a little bit of respect because you know that I'm changing. I am working on myself, and that's important to me. It has not always been easy. I've had people in my life that have been difficult to just talk with, and I believe a lot of that is because of some old programming. That rewiring of that old programming, I really worked hard on to change because I never did change it in that first program because I felt used. I started to get to the point where I was used, giving, 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 never being able to say no, and always having the idea that all my giving, all my service, all my time was something I was supposed to do in order to receive. And that really, really quickly changed for me as I started integrating into Pay Me What I'm Worth and understanding that I have to value myself first. And once I value myself first, and I communicate with the other person that I have my boundaries now. I have a role that I want to step into now. And once I start communicating that, things did get a little bit rocky in the process. Yes, I have to admit that. At the same time, Marsha, are you finding that you are more or less compassionate with yourself? I am more compassionate with myself, definitely. And I don't even think that I looked at the idea of being compassionate with myself before this Pay Me What I'm Worth journey. I never looked at that before. It was always the idea that compassion was for other people, but not for myself. Any other exactly. team seeker have that prior attitude about compassion? Heck yeah. I wasn't going to be compassionate to myself. Like in martial arts, they teach you Kung Tao. The more you can torture yourself, the more you can torture your enemy or your opponent, let's say. So I was never compassionate to myself. What the hell for? I'm healthy. I'm young. Why would I show myself compassion when there's all these sick people running around? But with this program, I learned to be very compassionate to myself and more loving and more caring and more kind to myself and you know, <laughs> yeah yeah you know, Rick, working with you and Cheryl 
but I have learned a lot from you guys, and we love you guys so much. Thank you for that. Have you figured out my method to my madness? That the method is I have to be able to look into the mirror and be delighted at what I see. I have to be able to look at the mirror and feel compassion about myself. I have to look at the mirror and go, I love myself. Have you figured that out yet? Oh, I have. As that integrates, as it ripples, and I do mean ripple into every other relationship, what happens to that relationship? As I personally have come to be able to truly look at myself in the mirror and, and with a big smile, and what happens is I start attracting people who feel the same way about themselves. And those become opportunities for lifetime relationships that I really want to have, that I really want, that I, that I can't wait to jump out of bed every morning and nurture. It <laughs> takes it to a whole other level. Who I attract is who I, it's who I am. And it's almost effortless, isn't it, David? Yeah, and it's fun and it's easy and it starts with peace. So part of the magic of Exercise 16, the mastery, component is mastering what feels good and then let it ripple. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you beginning to pick up some of the secret sauce in Pay Me What I'm Worth? The secret sauce number one ingredient is observation. The next secret sauce ingredient is awareness. Are you picking that up? Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely, sir. What other ingredients are you picking up? I think I'm picking the real ingredients is awakening or awareness. I think it's teaching me more about myself, not just doing exercises, but in engaging with all of you. I'm learning more about me. I'm learning about more skills I didn't have, about more stuff I didn't have about people that I didn't know about. In turn, my skills and myself have awakened more. And I'm able to share that with other people. See, the big L word. Mm-hmm. And, and the L word points at the inside, at my heart space. From there, everything is possible. So as we get ready for exercise 17, you're going to see again, I stack things such that in exercise 17, just to give you a heads up, ask first, act. Seconds. Page 88, we begin to put in motion what you started in exercise 16. Out of curiosity, how easy is it for you to approach a complete stranger and just start chatting with them? I'm not talking about walking down the street and stopping somebody in the middle of their day and saying, hi, I want to get to know you. They might interpret that as being a little freaky. <laughs> I'm talking about when you're in social situations where you are mixing and mingling. Even if you're at the checkout line or standing in line to buy a movie ticket or wherever it is that you're corralled for the moment, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I would rather have you pull my fingernails out with a hot pair of pliers, 10 being bring it on, baby, love it, better almost than sex. (laughs) Where are you at? 
<laughs> was striking up a conversation with a complete stranger. I think I'm probably right on the top. I just start blabbing to people, <laughs> no matter where I am. It used to really embarrass my daughter. If I have opinion or I have something to say, then I'll just turn around and I'll say something, nothing negative or anything. Usually it'll be like a compliment. If I see somebody in line in front of me or something and I think they have a really pretty dress on or something, I'll tell them. So I'm good with it. Beautiful. That's yummy. You, Cheryl. I was talking to some people in the grocery store tonight. Just get to start talking and yesterday the same thing. Beautiful. Planting seeds and then letting them go, right? There's no expectations where that conversation might go, yeah? Right. For sure. Yeah, it's awesome. I actually have an interesting story about this. I was looking towards people, interviewing people you meet and people to connect with. I would actually go on YouTube, actually watch TED Talks, and then I would, if I liked the TED Talks, I'd just email the person straight up, and people are like, how are you doing this? How are you I'm like, i just contact them. Then i get them on Facebook. Even if it was a yogi or a doctor or somebody who had won, like, 10 awards, i just talk to them. i just send emails, and they were all so surprised. And I said, what's the big deal? They said, it's rare people just reach out with an email or just pick up the phone and call and think, geez, I need to get out there and show people that you can just talk to people, just start a conversation with anybody. And it most of the time will be beneficial, at least in my view. Beautiful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting you geared up to start sharing how amazing you are, as you are right now, with anybody. Thank you, Saul. Awesome. Yay. Time to close this class. What did you get out of this show? We truly want to know. Simply post in the comment box at the bottom of this page. After hearing so many people experience so many ahas, I wonder, are you ready to take this class yourself? We start new classes each time we have 12 or more people ready to go. You're listening to Marcia Sortino, Team Seekers, Team Captain. Get in touch to learn how to become one of Pay Me What I'm Worth's paid instructors today. And remember, before you go, think about who else would enjoy our classes. Post this show on your social networking sites to help more people enjoy some weekly wit and wisdom. Aloha. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.